this episode is brought to you by Kawaii Nitties. First off, welcome to Girls Do Film, episode 6, All About Insatiable. Second, thank you Kawaii Nitties for sponsoring this episode. Third, trigger warning for anybody who's dealing with eating disorders. This episode is going to be talking about them because the show that we're talking about today, Insatiable on Netflix, talks about eating disorders and it deals with eating disorders and we're going to be talking about it so if that triggers you in any way I would recommend you not listen to this episode but if you aren't triggered by that or you don't mind me talking about that we're going to be talking a little bit about that as well as insatiable today. So without any more hesitation let's get on with the episode. Hey guys, so let me tell you about this new online shop that I've partnered up with. They are called Kawaii Nitties. Kawaii means cute in Japanese, and that is their concept. They sell handmade knit and crochet items. Me, being a Star Wars fan, my favorite collection is their Green Baby collection. They also got scrunchies. Even if you don't see a color that you want, they take custom orders, which is super awesome. Just fill out the form on their website at Kawaii Nitties. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-K-N-I-T-T-I-E-S dot com or DM their Instagram at Kawaii Nitties. Again, that's K-A-W-A-I-I-K-N-I-T-T-I-E-S. Thank you, Kawaii Nitties, for sponsoring uh, once again this episode of Girls to Film. I really do appreciate it. So let's get into talking about Insatiable. If you have a Netflix account, it was like super popular um, at the beginning of this year. No, the beginning of last year, I believe. I think it was 2019. Um, let me check my data. I don't want to spread any false information here. No, it came out two years ago. What the heck? It came out August 10th, 10th, oof, 2018. I was so off. But it was the talk of the town in 2018 because it was really, really, like, triggering for some. Um, It talks about real issues. It talks about real life situations, but in a more exaggeratory way. When you first look at this show, you would think, oh, it's just a show about pageants and it's a drama and it's going to be about her falling in love with boys and dealing with drama and getting revenge on her bullies because she was overweight and then all of a sudden she lost weight, she became pretty. Um, You would think it would just be like a coming of age story, but my word, no. I was so shocked. Well, first of all, I was shocked at the fact that this TV show is more than that. It has a thrilling aspect to it. It's like a murder mystery type show, which is not what you would expect with the theme of the show. You wouldn't expect a pageant girl to be killing people, Um, but that's exactly what Patty Adele does in this show so Patty the 
Bladell is played by Debbie Ryan. She is overweight. She loves food. Um, she gets punched in the face by a homeless guy. And then she is forced to get like a wire in her jaw and she can't eat anymore so she loses like 200 pounds she's skinny she's pretty everyone wants to be friends with her everybody wants to date her and she goes through so much for like such a young teenage girl in the show she goes through a lot um she decides that she wants to become a pageant girl. She falls in love with her coach, who happens to be gay. And then she dates his son, breaks up with the super hot son to go for a very creepy Christian preacher son. Um, And his name was Christian, so it made sense. (laughs) Um, And she goes, like, on so many roller coaster rides, but... Like, the moral of the show, to me, the thing that I caught on the most, the theme of the show, happened to be that no one knows what their problems are. Nobody knows what, how to deal with things personally. Um, For example, the, uh, the pageant coach, Bob, he is married, he has a son, he's happily married, um until the mayor or governor or district attorney that's what he was he was a district attorney he was running for mayor until the district attorney bob um kissed bob in the bathroom and they started hooking up and he didn't want to come to terms with his sexuality so he wanted both he wanted his wife and he wanted bob barnard and they tried it. They tried to become a thruple, um, but he ended up losing them both because he couldn't admit that he wanted one or the other. He wanted both. And he struggled with that throughout the show of coming to terms with who he really was, what he really wanted, all that stuff. And for Patty, hers was eating. As soon as anything got bad or anything... um got rough for her she would eat now this is a trigger warning so if you do not want to listen to me talking about eating disorders skip this portion of the episode so all she would do is eat so when her mom left her she ate when she lost a pageant she ate when the guy that she the guy that when the homeless guy pun, that punched her in the face died she ate and she did not want to come to terms with her the fact that she had an eating disorder she was a binge eater she had the binge eating disorder and she really didn't want to like t- like get help pretty much until like she realized um that she might actually need help and the only time she wasn't thinking about food is when she was killing someone or when she was in a situation that was going to turn into her killing someone she never thought about food but food was always there for for her and that's like her comfort food is her comfort she literally just eats all the time she never admitted it I don't even think 
During the whole entire series, she never acknowledged it. She acknowledged it like once when she went to a meeting and she had a sponsor for like an episode and a half. But after that, she never addressed her eating disorder. It didn't define her. She was like scared of it pretty much. That's what I took of it. She was scared of her eating disorder. Um, And then when she went to prison, obviously for... um, being accused of murdering someone. I mean, she didn't murder the people she was accused of murdering, but she did murder other people. Um, when she went to prison, she didn't think about food. She didn't eat. She became a pageant coach, and she was, like, living her best life. And, like, everyone around her kept leaving her, and she was going through a lot. Like, her friend told her that she had a crush on her. Like, it was a lot. Like, she went through a lot as, like, a human being. Like, not even I could handle what she handled in the show. Killing people, hiding it from everyone. And then, like, leaving everything good that she had to become bad. You know? It's it's a complicated situation, what she was going through. Um, but that that was her story. As for her mom, I think that... For her, it was hard for her to come to terms with the fact that she wasn't a very good mother. Um, She pretty much got pregnant by her mom's boyfriend when she was a teenager. And that's how Patty came into the world. Um, And she kind of resented Patty for that, even though it wasn't Patty's fault that she was conceived like that. But her mom always left her, never cared for her, didn't really care what she did. And that was hard for her mom to come to terms with. I mean, her mom did come to terms with it. Her mom did overcome it. Um, So I think the theme for this was overcoming what you can't overcome. Patty overcame her eating disorder. Her mom overcame the fact that she was a bad parent. Bob Armstrong got over the fact that he lost both both his wife and Bob Barnard and started dating Patty's mom, which was a little shocking to me. I did not see that coming, and I don't think that that was a good fit. Um, But I think he came to terms with being in an open relationship and not being tied down, not being told no. I think he came to terms with the fact that he was finally happy, which was a great idea. And it was a great storyline. His storyline was probably my favorite one because he'd always do something to help other people. He would always like he'd always help Patty every time she got arrested or in trouble. Um, he never really asked anyone for help except for his dad. Like once, um, he struggled with suicide himself. He was contemplating the idea multiple times, never went through with it. So he overcame so many demons he had. Um, and I think this show is a really important show to watch. Um, but it's not everyone's cup of tea. Like, for example, it was very controversial in 2018. Um, it's currently rated 11% on Rotten Tomatoes, and NPR said it was lazy and dull, but at least it's insulting. And I think the fact that people thought it was insulting was a little bit late, 
or a little bit early because a lot of people didn't even watch the show but just saw what it was about and was like this show's insulting if you watch the show it's not going to insult you there's no nothing that insulted me in the show i didn't feel like i was being attacked or anything about anything that they said anything that they did um i thought it was just a dark comedy if you have a dark sense of humor this show is probably for you but I do get the fact that people thought this show was a stereotype of fat to skinny. And then all of a sudden she got everything she wanted when she was skinny. Because when she was fat, um, Bob's son wouldn't give her the time of day. Um, and then all of a sudden she got skinny and she got like five boyfriends in like a span of one season and she became a pageant queen and everyone wanted to be her friend and she got everything she ever wanted and I think that's what people were mad about the stereotyping but it's a fictional show if you watch a show or movie and think that it's real unless it's a documentary or non-fiction um movie or if it's like based on true events Yeah, if it's based on true events, I don't see why you would take things so seriously. Um, Obviously, Insatiable was not based on true events. So the fact that people were like, this is stereotyping and I'm feeling so attacked, that is kind of like premature because it's a fiction, factual, like nothing is real in this show. Nothing like this has ever happened. So I think the fact that people are making it out worse than it is is making things worse which i think that's why it got as much as um as much attention as it did because there was so much bad press there's nothing like bad press okay if something gets the worst reviews the worst press I feel like they do better than the ones that get hyped up, okay? And this is the hard cold truth in my case, especially. I tend to watch almost every single type of movie, high quality, low budget, um, bad reviews, good reviews. And the ones that wow me and shock me the most are the ones with bad reviews, the ones that the press were like, this movie is horrible. And the ones that get the best reviews are the ones that are boring and make me want to fall asleep and are just not good. So the fact that Insatiable got so many bad reviews, I feel like that's why it did so well and why it got two seasons instead of one. Okay, (laughs) I got a little bit distracted for a second because as I'm looking up... um, insatiable facts i found this like show called heathers and it came on in 2018 it was on paramount network and it's literally based on the 1988 movie if you remember last week no two weeks ago the podcast i talked about how i hated the movie um hi they have a tv show with james soley scully soley I don't know if you know who it is, but it's, um, oh, what's his name? Oh my gosh, 40 from you. My favorite character from you, okay? 
he plays in this show. And I don't think I've ever, I have never seen the show in my life. Okay, I want to watch it. What is this on? Where can I find this? Wait, because I looked up Insatiable and it came on like, um, it came on like a recommended. It's only on Amazon Prime Video. But it looks really, really interesting. I may have to watch that. I may have to watch it. Not only because it seems interesting to me, but I just love James Scully. Sully. Scully. I cannot tell you what his last name is because it's beyond me. But that's just super funny. I didn't know that there was a TV show to the movie. But there is. And I shall watch it. Uh, Back to the point that I was trying to get to. That I was getting to, I should say. Um, I forgot. (laughs) I got distracted and I forgot. Oh, yes. So we talked about the theme of Insatiable, which the the theme that I thought Insatiable was about. But now, talking about the character that I connected to most, I actually connected to Patty. She's the main character. Usually I don't connect to the main characters, but she is a main character that I connected to. Um, Our situation is kind of similar. Um, I mean, like, I don't rely on food. I'm not a pageant queen. I just connected to her story. I connected to her emotionally. I thought that um, watching the show through her was interesting, especially at the fact that the ending was so shocking to me. Like, I did not expect her to really be like that, which I don't want to spoil the end, but I am a spoiling queen I love to spoil things or like I like to talk in depth so if I'm going to talk about something I'm not going to leave anything out just to save your little hearts so at the end of Insatiable Patty Bladell goes visit Bob Armstrong in prison now Bob got arrested because there was a pageant killer going around killing all these pageant girls for no reason um and he got framed for it he didn't actually kill the pageant girls. Someone else did. Framed him for it. And now he's in prison. Patty goes to visit him and she tells him that she is going to get him out. And she will deal with this lady. The lady who got him imprisoned. And he was like, well, what are you going to do, Patty? You going to kill her? And then she sat there in silence and he was like, oh my gosh, you actually really enjoy killing, don't you? Ooh, mic drop. It was such an intense moment because she said yes. (laughs) She said she enjoyed killing. There's no thrill like killing. Oh my gosh, that shook me to my core. I was so surprised. Um, So the show is like not even what you expect. So if you're like into thrillers, mysteries, killer pageant girls this show is definitely for you i definitely recommend um this is the type of show that i personally would make if i was in the business at this point in time i thought it was 
relatable, interesting, funny, and dark. I love dark comedies, horror, thrillers. I just love the dark feeling of spooky. I'm not like a cult leader or anything, but I just love the darkness of comedies. Some dark comedies are not funny or not dark enough. Um, This comedy, dark comedy, was dark, dark, and semi-funny. Like, I laughed a few times, but it's not like a knee slapper um, show. But it's definitely a show I recommend. I'd give you um, an 11 out of 10, and you should watch it on Netflix. Two seasons. It took me about a week and a half to finish all 24 episodes. So it's a super quick binge if you are looking for a new show to watch. And that is a wrap on this episode of Girls Do Film. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that you will find um time to binge insatiable next week we'll be talking about the vampire diaries um and the legacies since they go hand in hand and the originals because i've watched all three um be sure to check out our sponsor kawaii nitties on instagram um their website even if you just follow them on instagram and like their stuff that is super super important it helps support the business even if you can't financially support them right at this moment following them, liking their posts, sharing their posts. It gets the word out about their company and it is a free way to support the business. Um, I will see you, well, I won't see you guys next week. I'm so used to doing YouTube videos that I will end it with see you guys next week, but I will talk to you guys next week. And I'm super excited because The Vampire Diaries is one of my favorite, favorite binges. I cannot wait to talk about it. Talk to you guys next week.